Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. A retired Episcopal bishop likes to tell the story of how he would recruit at seminaries. He would end each interview by role-playing with them. He'd play who he was, minus being a bishop, of course, a 50-something, over-educated, straight white male. And he would ask each seminarian to tell him why, they should, why he should join their church. They all mentioned community. He said he attended AA and had all the needed support. Okay, they mentioned outreach opportunities. He replied he was an active member of Rotary and was already fully involved in helping needy folk. Lastly, they mentioned the glorious music program at their church. He responded he had season tickets to the local symphony and thus already enjoyed great music. He waited patiently every interview for some mention of how their church could meet his greatest need, namely to be reconciled with God through Jesus by his cross. And in all those interviews... It never came up. In today's gospel, we hear that it is not our community, our outreach, our music program, sorry Jane, in and of itself that makes it worth it to wake up on a Sunday morning and get your fanny to church. (laughs) Rather, it is the person that is revealed in those things that one cannot get anywhere else. Jesus said... For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. Now, lest I just leave you with the warm fuzzies about this one line, look at the rest of the gospel. Jesus is talking about conflict. He is talking about the need for repentance, for forgiveness. He is talking about reconciliation that must happen in community. Because it turns out that living with people is hard. And churches happen to be filled with people. Many times in my life, both before I was a priest and after, the church has disappointed me. There are times when we have failed to love our neighbor. There are times when we have been deceitful or lacked integrity. There are times we have aligned more with the empire than when those on the margins. It can be easy to become disenchanted with the institutional church, to want to walk away and find God on our own terms, to be spiritual, but not religious. And there was a point in my life when I did. I went to college right as we had a major break in the church. I left my home church, the church that introduced me to Jesus, and suddenly, didn't have a faith community. When I arrived in Tallahassee, the first church I visited was the Episcopal College Chapel on FSU's campus. As Jordan and I arrived on our very first Sunday, just as the fall semester began, we were met by a substitute priest who announced that the college chaplain had left the Episcopal Church and the chapel would be closing. Unbeknownst to me, a wave was running through the church. And certain bishops 
priests, and whole congregations were breaking away from the Episcopal Church for many reasons. Sheltered at my childhood church, I knew nothing of it. But as soon as I needed a new church family, there were none to be found. Jordan and I continued visiting churches off and on. And every time we thought we landed at a church, that church would go through the painful split. And we would start all over again. At about the third or fourth church that split, my grandfather playfully suggested that perhaps I try a Lutheran church for a bit because I was wreaking havoc on the Episcopal churches in Tallahassee. (laughs) So for a while, I stopped going to church. While I had many reasons for believing in a living God, while I had many experiences with the God that I had met in church, the pain of the breakup of the only community I knew interfered with my ability to be with him. So, on Sunday mornings, I woke up late and had coffee with a friend. Or I went to the library. Or I hung out with friends on Landis Green. Luckily for me, my time away from the church didn't last too long. One day, I got a phone call from a friend from my home church. He heard through the grapevine that FSU had a new college chaplain, and he knew that man was a priest of great integrity who was building up the church. Jordan and I, with great hesitancy, visited one Sunday, and we attended almost every Sunday and multiple weekdays all the way through my law school graduation. Because what I realized when I found my way back to the church is that while I had my own personal relationship with God, while God loved me and cared for me, while I continued talking with him through prayer, a more whole picture of God was revealed to me through my community. Being with others and worshiping God together helped me see a bigger, richer, more generous God than I knew was possible. It held me accountable. It taught me true stewardship. And it inspired me to be a better disciple. And whenever two or three were gathered, whether we were doing homework or worshiping together or eating meals on Sunday nights, Jesus was there also. As many offerings as FSU had for me as a student, the church was the only place I could find Jesus. And not in spite of the church, but because of the church. The Reverend Nadia Bowles Weber, pastor of the ELCA congregation named House uh, House for All Sinners and Saints, has a regular spiritual practice of warning people. At the brunches for newcomers, Pastor Bowles Weber says, This church will disappoint you, or I will fail to meet your expectations, or I'll say something stupid and hurt, hurt your feelings. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Welcome to House for All Sinners and Saints. We will disappoint you. Churches are full of people, and people are disappointing. We bring our own baggage. We bring our big feelings, our passion, our projections, our quirks. We have our own opinions and our own experiences which color how we see our faith. But 
Because we gather in the name of Christ, grace is found in churches as well. We encounter God through each other, through our worship, through our music. Like river rocks, our rough edges are worn down as the waters of the Holy Spirit tumble us against each other. And the grace we find in this community is worth the disappointment we endure. So, if you're looking for a church where everyone agrees, if you're looking for a church where people are without differing opinions, if you're looking for a church full of shiny, happy people leading perfect lives, this is not the church for you. But if you are looking for a place where you can come and be yourself, where you can explore the person God created you to be, a place where you can be hurting or broken or joyful, a place where you will be disappointed sometimes, but a place where you will encounter Jesus whenever two or three imperfect people of God are gathered, then please join us as we journey together here at St. Andrews. Let us disappoint you so God's grace can be revealed. Amen.